Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a wonderful show planned for you. We're going to be talking about celebrating Easter at home with family. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. And if you're listening tonight and you would like to interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule, we would love to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say, I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement, or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and The Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Home is where the heart is, or is it? Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge. We have some answers for you right here on 95.3 and KNELradio.com. Join Debbie Rule every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for insights on how to live life more abundantly. At Home with Debbie Rule is your opportunity to call in and get simple answers and share stories. At Home with Debbie Rule, Sundays from 6 to 7 on KNL 95.3 and KNLradio.com. Get the answers you need to find your heart at home. Welcome back. This is Thoughts from Home. There's no place like home to be celebrating Easter and the fresh promises of spring. While every region has their own way of commemorating the holiday, there are some time-honored Easter traditions that are unique to my family and to many who live in the South. And you can bet deviled eggs, seersucker, and itchy dresses and ham are part of those traditions that live on today. Growing up, it was a big deal to go shopping for an Easter Sunday outfit. 
If memory serves me correctly, the rules were very strict. Like most young girls, I wore lace and ruffles every Easter, and by the end of church service, I'd have scratches on my arms and legs from those awful itchy and puffy dresses. But you know, what mama wants, mama gets. And that tradition was carried right on down to my two daughters as well. Now for boys, however they can play it a little bit more cool and breathable seersucker and dapper bow ties. Easter is a special and stylish occasion for kids and adults to play dress up in their finest spring duds, and we learned last year that it also applies to staying home. So if this Easter sees another service that is live streamed instead of attending, you can bet you'll be in your Sunday best. And after church, there's usually that highly anticipated Easter egg hunt. If you've never seen the film Steel Magnolias, well, watch it because you'll know a true southern egg hunt should look like. There are two rules who are typically abide when it comes to the egg portion of the celebration. First, according to religious lure, always dye the eggs on Good Friday. And because you probably won't have time on Easter Sunday. You can use a simple grocery kit or get it creative and use some of your do-it-yourself decorating ideas. Second, hide only the candy-filled plastic eggs on Easter Sunday. That's all it takes to plan an Easter egg hunt that's bunny approved. And we're never too old for those Easter baskets, are we? Who says adults can't wake up to a basket full of goodies on Easter Sunday? And no, we're not talking about marshmallow peeps, jelly beans, and Cadbury cream eggs. More and more baskets including a variety of gardening tools and things that make the spring come to life, including candy, toys, and some homemade items too. And what about decorating the trees? Did you know that Christmas trees are not only for Christmas? There's an Easter tree, and we can bring that tradition indoors with a beautiful Easter tree centerpiece. Made with edible or adorned eggs hanging from branches, these trees bring a festive focal point to our homes. And we do eat very specific foods, and a lot of it. Holidays gives us that perfect excuse for eating and decorating and sharing special traditions. And three things we love most in our home, besides sitting on the porch, well, that's hot cross buns that are typically served on Good Friday, and we reserve most everything else for the feast on Sunday, which usually includes a glazed ham, potato salad, sugar-sweet tea, traditional fruit salad, and Mama's famous coconut cake. And don't forget the star of the relish tray, delicious deviled eggs. Have you ever wondered why so many families eat ham on Easter Sunday when a large portion of the world still eats lamb? It's simply a matter of practicality and availability. And although ham may be more traditional, there is the significance of lamb at Easter. The significance of lamb is connected to the story of Passover, which is still celebrated by Jewish families today. According to the biblical story in the book of Exodus, the people of Egypt suffered a series of terrible plagues brought about by the wrath of God, and the Jewish people painted their doorposts with the blood of the sacrificial lamb so that God would pass over their homes while carrying out his punishment. It became a tradition to celebrate Passover by eating roast lamb, and even those Jews who converted to Christianity continue the tradition when celebrating Easter. The custom of eating lamb at Easter continued in the United States until around the mid-20th century. Synthetic fabrics began to emerge in 1940, and wool was no longer needed for the World War II uniforms. The need for sheep decreased as well, meaning there were fewer legs of lamb available for the Easter dinner table. 
And ham was a practical alternative to lamb because it was more affordable and could be purchased in larger serving sizes. Not only were hogs cheaper to raise than sheep, but the farmers could slaughter the hogs in the fall and let the meat cure through the cold winter months. By spring, the cured meat was ready to eat just in time to prepare for the Easter feast. And the best part of the holiday ham must be the leftovers. For rich, unforgettable flavor, don't forget to add that ham bone to your next pot of beans. And dice some ham to use for breakfast casseroles and add ham to hearty potato soup. And slice it up for those wonderful sandwiches at lunch. And, you know, you don't want to miss tradition, especially in the South, which means not wearing white shoes before Easter. Well, in our home, we bust out the white soles after Memorial Day. So if you have any Easter ensemble that would look great with white shoes, you can either go for the gusto or just choose a pair of ivory or neutral ones instead. For many households across the country, Easter morning starts the same way. Baskets overflowing with chocolate candies, jelly beans, and dyed eggs, and a trip to church in our Easter hats, and then home for that big family meal. And for many households, the main course will include sweet and succulent ham, but most of all, don't forget the true meaning of Easter. Fancy clothes, meals, dyed Easter eggs, family gatherings, and yes, another visit from none other than the Easter Bunny himself. All of these things are part of our Easter traditions, but just remember, it's not about the bunny. It is about the lamb. Easter it should be the time of celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the lamb on the cross who sacrificed his life for me and for you. Don't forget, he is the reason for the season. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more at home with Debbie Rule. We'll be right back. Spring is almost here and it's time to spring into a new look. Highlights, color, and the newest spring hairstyles, tanning, nails, and pedicures. Mandy's Hair Store has everything you need for your spring beauty needs. Don't wait any longer. Stop by today. Mandy's Hair Store, your full-service, family-oriented salon. So for your new spring look, go by Mandy's Hair Store located at 404 East Commerce or call 456-CUTS. Walk-ins are always welcome and Mandy's Hair Store is a fully-staffed salon ready to serve you. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors that help them break the silence. T-Birds, Texas Wildlife Supply, The Locker Sports Bar and Grill, West Central Wireless, and Yesway. If you or someone you know has been affected by family violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard, Kimball, or Concho counties, please contact the Haven Hotline at 325-597-7644. Break the silence and make the call. Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. And this week on the program, we'll be talking about Happy Easter with Family. Join me this Sunday at 6 o'clock right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll see you then.
welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we are talking about celebrating Easter with family at home. And that's uh, always one of my funnest times of the year is celebrating Easter at home with family, uh, the traditional Easter egg hunt and uh, teaching kids and grandkids about the real meaning of Easter. Uh, which is all about Jesus. And so a very, very fun time of the year, celebrating with family, Easter. And joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Good evening, Rudy. Good evening, Debbie. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Well, it's hard to believe that spring is here and it's Easter. 2021. Can I you know. believe it? I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Easter. You are already, you know, excited. I got it. I'm that ex- one didn't go over my head. It usually takes me a while to get your jokes, but I got that one. I Mari- got that one. Marriage can be exhausting. Oh, that's another one. Well, you're just so <laughs> full of them tonight. I'm I'm a little um, apprehensive about moving forward, but, you know, we've still I'm got some time just left. just like you, Debbie. I love Easter. I love it. I love it. I love it. The celebration and the focus. It has everything you want. It's got fun. It's got chocolate. It involves children, costumes, and... It's about our faith, so it's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is a good time of the year, and the weather is uh, getting warmer, uh, and it's, we've had beautiful weather, and uh, even if the weather is not cooperating, you can still have a wonderful Easter celebration with your family. Lots of things that you can do, uh, weather permitting, outdoor Easter egg hunt, indoor Easter egg hunt, uh, and you could also watch some great Easter movies. We've got some of those for you tonight we'll share with you that are great family movies, uh, what are the favorite candies this year? Uh, some great Easter games that you can do with the kids inside and outdoors. Uh, you know, it's just a great time to get together and celebrate with family. And so many people last year were unable to celebrate Easter uh, the way they traditionally did because of the COVID-19 restrictions. A lot of people couldn't get together with all of their family. This year, it seems like things are a little bit better and people are going to be able to be together uh, for the most part. And so what a great treat it is this year to kind of come back to normal traditional celebrations with our families and so uh, I just love this time of the year and I know there are a lot of other people that do as well. We did Easter egg hunt in the house didn't we? We've done Easter egg hunts I mean, last at year. the park in yeah. the yeah in in the house outdoors uh, over the years but yes last year we we did hide those Easter eggs and, and I'll of course tell you what, that's that's the most fun of Easter because when you have young kids they find all the eggs then they want you to hide them again oh that's right they <laughs> want to do it over and over and over over again. all day long so be careful how many eggs you put in that basket to hide because you are going to be hiding them more than one time and I learned that a long time ago you know you can have a basket full of eggs or you can have 10 eggs that you hide you know a hundred times and know how many you have <laughs> so right. you can say oh you still haven't oh, found one that's right and, uh, you know, we want to recommend that you hide plastic eggs. Uh, those are great for putting little candies in, sometimes coins. Uh, 
uh, you Hard know, boiled our, eggs don't survive. No, they don't. And um, the plastic eggs are great for, uh, like I said, little coins, candies. Uh, our kids love, even if it's just, you know, a nickel. When they're little, they just love that. And uh, and then, of course, you've got to have those prize eggs. You know, if they win, they find the special egg, then there's a special prize for that. You can just get as creative as you want to. And also, you know, um, that Easter egg hunt is... Uh, usually tailored around the age of the kids. Uh, the younger they are, the simpler it is. Uh, the older they are, you make it a little bit harder for them. And even adults can find Easter eggs. What happened with us is after they did it like three dozen times, then they wanted to hide them. Yes. And, of course, you know, if you're smart... You can't find them. And, oh, they just laughed at us because we couldn't find the eggs. Well, and they have to remember where they hide all but of them, too. But we had too. more fun. And here's the thing. If you have a special prize egg, you can hide eggs as many times as you need to so that every child can find the special prize egg because mm -hmm. you get to refill them. Mm -hmm. And they're more about hunting than they are about mm -hmm. hoarding Yes. So have fun with it. We've had just a blast over the years. Although there are some that are very competitive. Uh, our son was very competitive, oh, and yeah. he had to count how many eggs, you know, how many eggs he had found. He had to win. Uh, he had to win. And uh, so you do have some kids that want to win the challenge, and they want to find all of the eggs. Uh, so, you know, bear with them. Just let them have fun. And, you know, the main thing is, have fun. But even with that, again, if you do it enough, they finally get tired of, and finally they want to start hiding. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's, an, it's a whole afternoon of fun and keeping those kids occupied. And, mm -hmm. you know, if there's some old crabs out there that are saying, well, you're not talking about the real reason, you have the opportunity to do that, too. That's right. And uh... don't ruin Easter. Kids love Easter, and that opens the door to the real reason. You've yes. got to look at it that way. Yes. And it's a wonderful opportunity to just have fun with your family and also remember the reason why we celebrate Easter, which there's only one reason. That's and that's only the one resurrection reason. of our Lord and Jesus, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so that message needs to be taught to your kids as well. And, uh, you know, the real meaning, just as we do at Christmas, you know, the real meaning of Christmas is not about Santa Claus, but although Santa Claus is fun, you know, the Easter Bunny's fun. And so uh, I know, you know, when we were younger and our kids were younger, uh, there were a lot of parents that didn't do the Christmas Santa Claus thing and didn't do the Easter Bunny. And there still are some out there today, probably. And I don't want to offend anyone. Uh, but I just want to say this from experience as a mom that kind of walked through that a little bit um, and thank goodness was wise enough to uh, go ahead and do it in moderation and not lose the real meaning of the holiday. Um, you know, I knew a lot of moms that regretted taking that away from their kids because once their kids were too old to enjoy those childish games and fun, uh, they were regretting the fact that they didn't have that fun with their families. And so I'm so thankful that I um, and that we yeah. uh, chose to uh, go ahead and go with it and to just do it in moderation and to really teach the, the like I said, the real meaning of the holiday, but not to forego uh, some of the fun activities that they're going to be exposed to, whether you like it or not, if they go to school, uh, if they interact with other children that are participating in 
the Easter Bunny, <laughs> then, you know, they're going to hear about it. And um, and don't tell your kids, you know, to go tell those kids that that Easter Bunny is not real. Because I remember someone telling little Gabby that it wasn't, that, you know, that Santa wasn't real when she was about four years old. And it just crushed her heart. You know, Santa's not real, Santa, you know. And, and of course, you know, you want to tell your kids the truth, but don't, don't rob them of their childhood. I just feel like that that's probably one of the things that we have done over the years, uh, just society as a whole, is that we have um, made our kids grow up so quickly. And we have taken away childhood fun things and replaced them with things, um, you know, adult video games and things like that that kids are are playing that truly are destructive. And I say adult because a lot of them that say everyone um, are not for everyone. And so uh, parents be guarding that. And that's a whole other show. But, you know, it's just we've we've taken away the childhood things. Um, They're taking classic books out of the library, but they're giving our children R and X-rated video games to play. Yeah. And so, you know, you just have to be careful. And whatever is, uh, you know, whatever fits your family and your faith and, you know, the way you traditionally celebrate it and want to celebrate it, then that is your choice because it is all about your family and how you want to celebrate Easter. Uh, We just wanted to share some of our um, experiences and some insight on uh, what we did and what we wish we would have done and what we didn't do um, that might make a difference in someone else's family out there that's maybe struggling with a few things. And so don't, don't forego the fun things of Easter and remember and teach the real reason. And for my, season. my attitude is this is an excellent opportunity to get our faith in everyone's home and on Mm -hmm. television and on the radio and in every aspect of social media and so it's an opportunity to open the door and we can step through and be a crab or we can step through with joy and happiness and 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 tell people more of the story more of the good story Mm -hmm. but everyone listening right now has the right to choose how to celebrate or ignore Easter, Christmas, all of the other holidays that are uh, faith-inspired. But so do I. I have mm-hmm. a, a the right to celebrate it the way I want to. So I'm not going to infringe on your right, and I'm going to ask you not to infringe on mine. So uh, this is an excellent opportunity to introduce to un- other people and to our children what our faith is. And we can segue into the historical and the factual aspect of it. So Mm -hmm. use it as an opportunity. See it as an opportunity. Uh, Our faith is a faith filled with joy. And in fact, we're told to rejoice. Mm -hmm. And that is to have joy again. So my prayer for everyone listening is that you will rejoice during Mm -hmm. this season. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, this being Palm Sunday Uh, today and you have this week to prepare for Easter. Uh, We also want to announce that uh, this coming Thursday during the morning show here on 95.3 FM, uh, we will be giving away a At Home with Debbie Rule Easter basket filled with goodies to make your Easter weekend with your family a fun one. And so don't forget to be listening for that. If you want to register for that basket, you can email us at knel at airmail.net. That's knel 
michelle at airmail.net. You can also call 597-2119. That's 597-2119. Put your name in the drawing. And also we will be posting a um, post on our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule Facebook. And you can go there. And if you like, comment, or share the post that has the Easter basket uh, on it, then you will be able to have your name in the drawing as well. So we're going to be giving that away again this Thursday uh, during the morning program right here. That's between 8 and 9 a.m. Uh, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. And somebody is going to win a wonderful Easter treat uh, to celebrate Easter with their family. So we're excited about that. And just love the way you opened up tonight with some of your Easter egg puns. I know that you're always full of so many funny things. So I... uh, Debbie, I have so many Easter puns, it's not even bunny. (laughs) It's not even bunny? Um, Okay, well, you have a few more you want to share with us? I know what you're just full of some. um, After eating all that chocolate, I need to exercise. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I like that one. Um, So how was your Easter? I'm dying to know. That's a good one, too. All right. So you're full of a lot of humor here. The Easter Bunny gets a lot of eggs or size. Well, he needs it. He's got chocolate year-round. He's got chocolate year-round. And, Debbie, your Easter eggs are always to die for. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, speaking of dying Easter eggs, uh, you can use the um, store-bought Easter kits. They have lots of fun ones. There's also do-it-yourself where you can just make uh, your own Easter egg dye. Uh, you can Google that, and it'll tell you how to do it. Uh, so lots of different ways. I saw uh, also this year that some people were painting their Easter eggs with paint. Uh, boy, you can just get as elaborate as you want with dyeing and coloring Easter eggs. And uh, we just do it the simple way of um, the little store-bought kit where you just dip it in the different colors. I like colors the kit and... that has the stick-on <laughs> decorations. That's so easy. Yeah, and that's uh, <clears throat> that, it's grown from that, honey. I mean, that was years well, ago that, that you've but... seen that. <laughs> They're still around. But, but I want to mention this. You know, I mentioned being a crab about Easter. I I am that person. When Debbie would go and buy up all the eggs at the store and come home with the kits and want to dye eggs for the kids, I'm like, oh, that sounds like so much work. But then I would be the grump over there in the living room watching as they had so much fun. The kids laughed. And they play, they make a mess, they spill it everywhere. And it's been every year. And the kids have more fun doing that. I mean, it's just, so it's become a tradition that I'm the crab and everybody's dying Easter eggs. But the kids love it. They absolutely love it. And the laughter is still ringing in my ears. I can visit that in my mind like it happened yesterday and I'm looking forward to it again this year. Yeah. You know, even our adult kids like to come around on Easter and die Easter eggs. And so now we get to experience that again with our uh, grandsons. And so it's always a fun 
a fun time uh, to do that. And, you know, it's a wonderful time uh, while you're doing uh, dyeing your Easter eggs to have conversation with your kids. You know, I always took this opportunity while we were dyeing Easter eggs to teach about the the story of Easter and why we celebrate Easter. And, you know, Easter eggs are fun and Easter bunnies are fun and the candy and all of that. And aren't we having fun dyeing these eggs? But let me tell you about, you know, what really, what Easter is really about. It's about Jesus dying, you know, and and just, you know, giving them a little bit age appropriate information about the holiday. Because as you're doing an activity together, and that's any activity, as you're doing an activity together, it gives you an opportunity to talk with your kids, connect with your kids, and to enjoy time you know, enjoy spending time with your kids uh, where you can make it a teaching moment as well as fun. Uh, you don't want to have the lecture, you know, and the, the, uh, all of that prepared and lecture them the whole time. You want to make it light and, and inviting for them and nothing too heavy. But it's a great opportunity to talk about things uh, while you're doing your Easter eggs. And uh, I just always found this to be the best time to really share with my kids and ask them what they think. And don't be afraid for them to ask you a question you don't have the answer to. That happens to everybody, me included. So if they ask you a question and you don't know the answer, you just say, I don't know. What do you think? It's a time for them to talk, for you to get to know your children, hear what they think, hear what they say, and enjoy being with your kids. Yeah, it's a wonderful time. And so dyeing Easter eggs is uh, not just about dyeing those Easter eggs that you're going to use for those wonderful deviled eggs that you're going to make for Easter uh, Sunday, but they're just a, it's just a great time where you can gather together and uh, connect with your children, connect with your family. So uh, encouraging you to do that uh, this Easter. If you haven't ever done it, do it. And if you are doing it and your group thinking, oh, I'm not going to do that this year because you're thinking like, Rudy, such a mess, so much work. Don't forego the fun things. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. When they're grown and gone, they're grown and gone. That's right. And it's a great opportunity, again, to connect with your family and to connect with your kids, get to know them better, and let them get to know the Easter story a little bit better. Well, we're going to be back for the second half where we're going to talk a little bit more about the the best candies for this year. We're going to talk about some movies and some games and some other fun things that you can do on Easter. So stay with us. Well, do I need to shell out some more money for chocolate? (laughs) Of course. I'll always take, you know, some more of that money. Will you shell it out for me? You're just so full of all of these. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to end with one. How about that? Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I'm always like you. I mean, you know, I either comedy, I either don't get it or I'm the most important I'm thing is timing. be spontaneous and timing. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. Why do all the eggs want to do when the egg hunt starts? I don't know what they want to scramble. Oh, <laughs> that's one. Okay. All right, it. you don't get it. Oh well, I'll have to explain it to you over the break. Stay with us. We got a lot more coming up right here on At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. Tonight we're talking about having a happy Easter with family at home. Stay tuned. 
Every community has individuals who have gone above and beyond to make our communities a better place to live. Do you know someone that's gone above and beyond to make a difference in your community? We would love for you to nominate your special someone you know that has gone above and beyond to make a difference. Once a month, KNEL will be recognizing an individual who is going above and beyond to make a difference in our communities. Email your nominations to knel at airmail.net. That's K-N-E-L at airmail.net. Please include their name, job, role, and why you think they're great. These unsung heroes need to know we appreciate and recognize them for the bright, shining stars they are. We have all been impacted by someone during these dark times. Maybe it's the friendly retail worker, hairstylist, educator, plumber, electrician, news, media, pastor, parent, volunteer, or friend. Yes, these are just to name a few of our essential people. For more information, visit knelradio.com, Making a Difference page, Above and Beyond Awards. You can now hear the rebroadcast of some of your favorite live programs on KNEL Podcast. KNEL has a variety of podcasts to choose from, including news, sports, talk radio, faith, and inspiration. For a list of KNEL podcasts, visit KNEL Radio homepage and look for podcast. Click on the podcast of your choice and listen, download, and enjoy. KNEL Radio News, KNEL Sports, Hillbilly Hits, At Home with Debbie Rule, and The Network Live. KNEL making a difference with podcasts just for you. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. about celebrating Easter at home with family. All the fun things that you can do during this Easter season together with family and enjoy uh, being outdoors or doing some activities inside. Whatever it is that you choose to do, the main thing is having fun and celebrating with family and remembering the real reason why we celebrate Easter and teaching that to your kids as well. And so tonight, uh, we were talking a little bit about um, different things that you can do with the Easter egg hunt, and uh, we're going to talk about some um, uh, popular candies. You know, I, I love candy. I don't know about you, but I love candy, and uh, 
there are certainly some um, that are at the top of the list that people vote on that are the specialty candies for Easter. Uh, but I like just about anything that's chocolatey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the main thing is just don't overdose on it because you can. Uh, there's so much out there to choose from. But, you know, one of the number one uh, items that they had for uh, Easter are the the peeps, the little marshmallow chicks. That mm-hmm. seems to be one of the number one uh, choices for Easter baskets and for kids. They love those. Um, also, sweet surprise chicks, which uh, is a little candied egg that's got a little another little candy uh, chick inside of it, and it's pretty cute. Uh, don't forget those M&M's. You know, M&M's are always a good idea, and they have M&M's filled eggs and different kinds that you can get. Uh, Cadbury eggs are always our favorite. Uh, you can buy the mini eggs uh, that come in the little package. And, of course, these these things that come in the little packages, like the eggs or the jelly beans or any of these, these make wonderful uh, things to put in your little plastic eggs that you're going to mm-hmm. hide. Uh, and so maybe... Um, it's not something that goes in the Easter basket itself, but it might go in the eggs that you hide. So Dove Springtime Mix was another one that made it on the list. Uh, And I had not seen this one, but it is Oreo Cookies and Cream Egg. It's a chocolate-filled egg with Oreos. Haven't seen that one. We'll have to try that one. Haven't seen that one around, but uh, looks like it. It seems like it's pretty good because it's made the list. And, of course, Godiva chocolate. Uh, uh, That Easter bunny that's made by Godiva, that's a good one. Uh, Those are the Peeps chicks again. That's another one. Peeps person. Not a marshmallow person, your chocolate. Uh, Of course, the Lindor assorted chocolate truffles. These are always uh, a favorite for any holiday. And. Where's the Reese's chocolate eggs? Well, they have those too, but they are not really That's on the, the list. Can you believe right there. it? Uh, one of this, this is our kid, uh, grandkids' favorite thing is the Kinder Joy. This is a Kinder uh, chocolate, and um, it is, um, they have them in a the little egg. And uh, Kinder Joy Easter eggs and the chocolate. You want something that's too sweet? That's it. I remember when my mom would go visit her family in Germany, and she'd come back with Kinder candy. So it it was always a treat. Now you can get it here. But um, Hershey's has come out with a Build a Bunny, which is uh, some chocolate pieces and in little pieces, and then you can just put it together and make a bunny out of it. Um, again, Easter Hershey's Easter eggs. Um, and there, there we, go. we go. Can you believe it? Number 17. Eggs. Number 17 oh, on the list. Good. Maybe there'll was be some left. Reese's peanut butter cream eggs. And they're one of my favorites. So uh, that that did make the list. Um, and then, of course, sweet tarts, Ugh. chicks and ducks, uh, sour patch sour kids. Patch. Who that eats come that stuff? in the uh, Shapes of little bunnies, and those are always great to gummy put in. Gummy worms, stuff gummy, like that. Yes, Ugh. gummy bears. Uh, gummy bunnies, I think, is what mm. they have now uh, for Easter. And so Skittles. impossible Ugh. egg hunt uh, Skittles. That's what they are, impossible egg hunt Skittles. So there's uh, Easter Skittles and Starburst jelly beans. That's the original Starburst. They uh, come in the jelly bean flavors and... And so that's another so favorite. So it's all about candy. Is that it's what all, you're telling me? It's all me? about candy. Uh, and then also um, at the very 
end, the very last one is the white cream peanut butter eggs made by Reese's. So, and um, and I know there's a lot of people that like those. I still like the chocolate ones. I'm not yeah, really one on I the like white the Reese's chocolate, the white cream peanut butter eggs. But anyway, there's uh, some of your top. Uh, 20 candies that are popular for this year and I have seen that the uh, stores are getting a little uh, slim on already. some of their yeah. pickings already and we're still a week well, out. They started so. selling them right after Christmas. So. Well I don't know if they started selling it that <laughs> early but you know uh, there's been some money that's been uh, sent out that stimulated our Uh-oh. economy and uh, so people are out shopping and buying things that they might not necessarily buy if they didn't have a little extra cash so uh, I've seen that things are a little slim around town uh, in a lot of different areas so uh, get out and shop early and uh, get some things to fill those kids' baskets, fill your basket. Uh, because remember, we talked about in opening comments, not only kids can have Easter baskets, but they're good for adults, too. That's right. And uh, so, also candy. That's uh, that's probably one of the biggest parts of the Easter basket is the candy. And again... Uh, Easter egg hunt with those plastic eggs that you can fill with some of those little candies and coins and little Easter toys and things like that that you can find that kids will love uh, to to have. And, you know, that's all kind of um, when we're talking about the Easter egg hunt, you can do that indoors or outdoors. But sometimes by the end of the evening, uh, you might be kind of winding down uh, and maybe want to watch a good uh, Easter movie and there are several good um, Easter movies that you can uh, stream online uh, if you can't purchase them. Uh, sometimes Walmart will have um, our Walmart here will have some of the Easter movies but um, but if, if you can't find um, them, you know you can go to Amazon and and uh, get your videos there. Um, and watch some of the popular Easter movies for 2021. And, you know, a lot of them are just your good old traditional Easter movies that uh, we've been watching for years and years and years. And we always watch um, the Ten Commandments. Yes. have been one that's mm-hmm. come on every year. And it seems to be that one of the most popular movies for this year uh, to watch is I Can Only Imagine, uh, which came one. out a few years ago. And so that's that's pretty good. Um, the Passion of Christ, which mm. is a pretty heavy uh, movie if you've not, not ever seen. Children. Not for children. That's for sure. And uh, if you've not ever seen it, brace yourself if you do watch it. And you probably can only watch it once if you can watch the whole thing itself. But uh, the Passion of the Christ, again, very realistic um, display of, of uh, what happened to Jesus. Yes, right. <laughs> and another one that's always people's favorite, uh, because, of course, every holiday, uh, Charles Schultz has his famous Easter Beagle and Charlie Brown. So it's the Easter Beagle Charlie Brown, which is another good one that uh, lots of people like to uh, watch. Risen is another one. Uh, Peter Rabbit, another very popular one. Uh, An older one, The Easter Parade uh, with Judy Garland and Fred Astaire, an old-time movie that might be fun to introduce to the family. Uh, And The Prince of Egypt, which is uh, animated, also um, 
again, uh, something that we watch every year is um, the Ten Commandments. And Ben-Hur is another one that comes on. You can watch uh, the TV guide, and a lot of movies will come in on the uh, television as well, especially this week will be um, movies, The Greatest Story Ever Told. Again, the story of Jesus and his uh, last few years of his ministry and uh, death and resurrection. So I Still Believe is another movie that is good. And um, let's see what else is listed on here. Uh, that's probably about it that's family oriented. Um, and your kids probably know more about the movies that are out there and what's available. But it might be nice to just sit down on Easter evening as things kind of calm down and watch a movie together. Have some of your munchies that you have in your Easter basket. Who wants to share some of their candy with mom and dad? If mom and dad didn't get their own candy. So it's a good time to do that. And one thing that you might want to do to get through that Easter movie is after you've had that Easter egg hunt or you've had that Easter egg hunt and you've had lunch uh, or your Easter dinner, then something that you might want to do is try some Easter games because this will certainly wear the kids out. You want to be sure that if you're going to sit down and watch a movie that evening or do something indoors that the kids are going to have to be kind of worn out for that day. And so Easter egg hunt, of course, is one. You can do that before lunch, after lunch, you know, all through the afternoon. But some of the things that you might be interested in doing for um, Easter is an Easter bunny sack race a hopping you know because that's hopping like a bunny that's something that uh would be fun to do kids would love that kids would love that and of course um you got to find something for them to do because they're going to be hopped up on chocolate that's true minimizing that uh for sure um throughout the day and letting that kind of um eat over time and not just all at once and i think every parent has to monitor that uh, just for the sake of energy and and they will eat all of their candy if it's right there in front of them so you've got to monitor that but uh, games at easter time are a great time a great thing to do uh, with the kids and um, you know a lot of things that you can do with your easter eggs is if you have toddlers uh, you can take those plastic eggs and it's a good way to say let's learn our colors uh, or let's count the eggs. You know, how many eggs do you have in your basket that you found at your Easter egg hunt? These are all t- things that you can do that are not only fun and, and considered kind of a game or a challenge, but also very uh, much a learning activity That's as right. well. And so be creative and think about things that you can do that uh, are fun, but also learning for your kids. And um, again, you know, we mentioned that the uh, sack race, uh, bunny hop sack race is one good thing. Um, a bunny toss, you can use those plastic eggs. Again, it's the plastic eggs. And you can make out of a cardboard box. Saw something really cute. It was like a bunny uh, face out of a cardboard box. They put the ears on it and then they cut out a mouth. And they can toss the eggs in and you see, you know, how many eggs they get in and who wins on that. So Easter bunny Uh, toss. You can also, if you're um, indoors, you can on your table, if you have a big area, 
you can also do like a, I uh, saw where they were doing like a bowling game. They had the Easter eggs and they had empty water bottles and you kind of set those up as bowling pins and then you can roll those Easter eggs into uh, the bowling pin. So that was something that was um, fun that the kids could do. And, you know, starting right now, um, there's a great um thing that you can get or you can make yourself and that's called the resurrection eggs and I love that because it's a dozen eggs that tell the story of Easter and it has inside if you buy the little kit it has the little uh, toy or the little trinket inside that goes with that particular part of the story and you just go through the whole story from um a life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. And your kids get to learn that, but they also get to see something visual. And there's that symbolism there that's with that that helps them remember uh, what the story is about. And it's a great uh, way to celebrate over the week, uh, reading Easter stories over the week between now and uh, Easter, not only just on Easter uh, itself, but all through this week. These are some of the activities that you can do to kind of introduce Easter coming and, uh, of course, dyeing your Easter eggs on Good Friday. Uh, but try some of these activities throughout the week because your kids will really enjoy doing them. And I encourage you to look up resurrection eggs. There's those that you can order, uh, that you can buy, that are actually already made up. And then some where you can um, make yourself. It'll show you what part of the story. And you can find the little trinket yourself, Dollar Tree, here in town, Walmart, any of those stores like that, Dollar General. Any of those stores will have the little trinkets that you can kind of put in the egg to tell the story of uh, Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. So those are great ideas. Uh, Age-appropriate, again, you can make it very simple for young children. You can make it a little bit more complicated for older kids uh, with challenges and quizzes and things like that, uh, where they're learning not only the story, but maybe scripture, um, the, the scriptures that go along with it, where maybe they're memorizing that. So you can make it a little bit more um, challenging for those children that you have that may be a little bit older and keep it a little simpler for your younger kids. But those are all fun things that you can start doing now, not only on Easter Sunday, but you can start doing some of these fun things right now between now and Easter and filling your week with a fun celebration of Easter 2021. Those are all great ideas, Debbie. And once again, just remember, it's not the activity, it's the interaction with family. Yes. And it's you're such good ideas about learning your numbers or you're learning your colors. When you're dyeing eggs, what color do you want to dye this one, pink or yellow? And especially the younger the children, the more fun they have to watch that egg change colors and that they did it. It's, uh, it's a special time. Have your camera ready. Uh, people that uh, use... Um, uh, uh, books to write down memories write those down because these are great memories that you'll remember the rest of your life mm -hmm. and uh, it's just a great time of uh, family interaction great opportunities for teaching for talking for having questions and listen it pays dividends down the road at what point are your children going to learn that they can talk to you and this is when you want to start teaching them that they can talk to you, ask you questions. You won't get frustrated. You won't get short-tempered. You'll admit when you don't know. Mm -hmm. You can look up the answers together. All of these things are so uh, family-building uh, 
activities that it's just a, a blessing. So yes. bless yourself. Yes. And so we're going to end the program tonight with uh, a little audio clip that we have on the history of Easter. If you've ever wondered, uh, wondered about uh, how it started and began, of course, it began with Jesus. But there's some other interesting things in this uh, clip that talks about the Easter bunny and the Easter egg and some of that information that you may not know about. So do you know what holiday it is this week? If you guessed Easter, you were right. I have lots of fun Easter memories as a child. I remember waking up and searching the house for my Easter basket. When I found the basket, it often had candy and games and other little treats inside. Then later we'd go to our grandparents' house. But the only way we could find our Easter baskets there was by following a very long piece of yarn all around the backyard. We also did an Easter egg hunt at my house and our grandparents, and we loved searching the backyard for hidden plastic eggs. The eggs usually had candy in them, sometimes they even had coins. Have you ever wondered how the Easter holiday came to be? Like most holidays, it goes very far back and usually started as a religious holiday. That's where the word holiday comes from, the two words holy day. The Easter holiday was first started by Christians who used the holiday to celebrate their belief in Jesus Christ and his resurrection or rising from the dead. For many, the holiday includes an entire week of celebration. The first day is called Palm Sunday, celebrating the day Jesus entered the city of Jerusalem. Other events during the week were his last supper with his apostles, then his death on the cross, now called Good Friday. The final day is Easter Sunday, celebrating his resurrection. Many Christians also participate in a 40-day religious observance called Lent that begins on Ash Wednesday which involves fasting, which means not eating, and giving up certain luxuries to remember the Bible story of Jesus' 40-day fast in the desert. The Christian holiday of Easter is also linked to the Jewish holiday of Passover, because Jesus was in Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover at the time of his death. Today, Jewish families celebrate Passover each year to remember the liberation of their ancestors from slavery in Egypt. Passover celebrations include a special meal, prayers, singing, and the telling of the story of Passover. While early Christians were celebrating the resurrection of Jesus for many years, evidence of Easter being a formal festival shows up around 200 years after Jesus' death. In our day, many Christians who celebrate Easter go to a church service along with other traditions that have been added onto Easter. One of the most popular Easter traditions involves the Easter egg, for many years, the egg has been a symbol of new life and rebirth. The Easter egg tradition started several hundred years ago among early Christians in Mesopotamia. At the time, they used natural items to dye eggs such as onion peels, tree bark, flower petals, and juices. Today, families often hard-boil eggs and then dye them different colors and decorate them with patterns and stickers. Many families like mine also buy plastic eggs fill them with candy, and hide them around the house or yard. Kids love seeking out the eggs, filling their baskets with them, and cracking them open to see what treats await inside. Another popular Easter tradition is the Easter Bunny. Many years ago, in the 1600s, German families first included the tradition of the Easter Bunny, who was much like Santa Claus, playing the role of judge to decide whether children had been naughty or nice and deserved Easter treats. The kids who had been good received a basket with candy and toys on Easter Day. 
Another fun tradition in the United States is the White House Easter egg roll. No one knows quite when the tradition first started, but some say informal egg rolling parties started when Abraham Lincoln was president. Eventually, this tradition became so popular, rolling eggs on the U.S. Capitol's west ground, that President Ulysses S. Grant signed a bill banning rolling eggs, saying that it was causing problems with the grass. But in 1878, a group of children walked up to the White House gate hoping to be able to roll eggs there. The president at the time was Rutherford B. Hayes, and he told the guards to let the children enter and play egg rolling games. From then on, Easter Monday festivities at the White House became a yearly tradition. It has also become a tradition that the First Lady, the President's wife, plans and hosts the event. In the most recent event, nearly 30,000 people who won tickets attend the White House Easter Egg Roll. Today Easter has become a very popular, even worldwide holiday, where people share candy, cards, and treats. Americans spend around $1.9 billion on Easter candy. Easter has become the second biggest candy holiday after Halloween. An estimated 1.5 billion marshmallow peeps are eaten during the Easter season. Around 180 million eggs are purchased during Easter, with around 16 billion jelly beans and 90 million chocolate bunnies. When asked, 89% of Americans said chocolate bunnies should be eaten ears first, 6% said bunnies should be eaten feet first, and 5% said that they should be eaten tail first. Remember, candy is fun to eat, but be sure to not overdo it. One of the best parts of any holiday is enjoying time with family and doing nice things for others. So think about how you can spend time with your family and share in the fun with others this Easter season. Welcome back. Hope you uh, hope you enjoyed that information about Easter, and we want to wish all of you a happy Easter. Of course, uh, we still have a week until that day, and next week we'll be right back here at six o'clock with a special Easter program for you. And this week we'll be preparing and celebrating Easter with our children and our grandchildren, and we hope you will be doing the same. And I'm going to end with. That's all for Easter Sunday. Yokes. The yokes on you. <laughs> the yokes on me. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. And I'm Easter Bunny loving Rudy Rule. <laughs> we'll see you next week right here at 6 o'clock on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on KNL 95.3 FM and KNLradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Mm-hmm.